Hello, all, and welcome to the Fantasy and Sci-Fi Fanatics podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Kubal. Today, I have with me a very special guest, Nick Martell. Nick, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? <laughs> Excellent. I feel like I can't talk today. I've been like <laughs> teaching and coaching all week, and I've been talking. To, yeah. We have a Ithacon. I'm in Ithaca, New York, so we got we're recording at the university, so we got a big Comic Con here tomorrow. So we've been oh wow planning and yeah i got like new business cards and everything to hand out hopefully we'll get some comic artists and writers and you know just some different people for the summer and stuff but i feel like i've talked like four times as much as normal so <laughs> i said you're gonna be able to do this i said yeah you're not home so i said you can't ask the questions so i said we're gonna we're gonna get these <laughs> these in uh just so our audience knows this is gonna be episode one for season two uh so we're really excited you know that we're able to do this today and I've been seeing your books for quite a while. So I'm like really, really excited. I can't tell you how many times people shared your book one. Um, like I think it's probably like probably about a month or two ago. Um, like book one and two, like, I feel like I saw you like everywhere. So that was like really cool. Yeah. 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 I got a, uh, you know, one of the, <laughs> one of the nice things is that uh, my first book came out literally the worst possible timing during the pandemic. Uh, like not even like at the, like near the end of it, literally it was like, Oh, it's, it's May of uh, 2020. It came out and then it got delayed into June, the hardcover. Um, but it's been lucky enough that I I've been uh, really happy that a lot of people have been like, wow, let's like help this dude out who got kind of uh, thrown under the bus a bit. So uh, I'm really always happy when people get to see my covers because I'm like, oh, you've seen me. You know me. This is so wonderful. Even if you don't read the books, that makes just makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was so funny because I was like, oh, there's Nick. And I was like, oh, there's Nick. And then like a day after that, I was like, Nick's everywhere. I wanted to make like, and, you know, like a really funny video of it. Like you're, you're literally your book cover, you know, like, like reading rainbow. Yeah. yeah. Like just coming in, like I'm trying to escape it and I can't, but yeah, it was, it was really awesome. I was, I said to my friend, he's like, you gotta have this guy. And he's like, I see him everywhere. I'm like, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> uh, so we'll start with that. Uh, first question there. Uh, what has your writing journey been like up until this point? Yeah. So um, I started I, I actually got put into an ESL program when I was young because okay. I, I'm initially from Canada oh, and okay. I got, I moved to New York when I was younger. Um, and when I first got to New York, I couldn't understand their accents. So I got mm, put into ESL. That's fair. And long, long, yeah, I know, right. Coffee and I uh, couldn't, yeah, just, yeah. it was too thick. Couldn't understand it. Uh, I got put into an ESL program and then I eventually got out of it because they realized quickly that I could speak English and I was, I was understanding what people were saying. I just couldn't understand their accents. <laughs> Uh, but from there, I didn't really like reading or writing. I thought, well, I'm bad at this. Why would I want to, you know, keep doing it? And then um, I read this book called Frindle by Andrew Clements. Oh, it's, man. Yeah, you know it. It's, yeah, it's a yeah, wonderful yeah. book. It's amazing. And without that book, I don't become a writer. Like, plain mm. and simple. I love that book. Started reading all the books he had written. And then I think there comes a natural point where I think everyone's like, if you read enough, you're like, I want to write books, too. And that's what I did. I just wrote a book and then there was no one who taught me how to write, or write a book. You just kind of do it. And I kept doing it. And this was when I was in like fourth or fifth grade because I thought I was like the greatest person. I'm like, I can write a book. Well, it took me two years. It was terrible. The worst book I've ever seen. Worst book I'll ever see. And then ever since then, I just wrote a book every two years oh, cool. um, until eventually I you know, sent one out to an agent. And he said, okay, this is good. We can publish this. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, this is actually pretty good. And I was like, okay. And I got an agent, got a publisher, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's really funny that you said that because I just feel like so many people I've interviewed the later part of season one said the same thing. They're like, yeah, I wrote this book when I was, you know, 10, 11 or whatever. Maybe I came, maybe they came back to it later, you know, something like that. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of funny. It's I it's I think it just comes from a love of reading. Really, what yeah. it does is that you eventually you read so much and you experience so many different things. You want to like, well, I want to create too, and then you just start creating a bit by bit by bit by bit. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, I have a book. Is it good? Likely not. I <laughs> I think I can count. I don't even know if I know any people whose first book they ever wrote was sold, except. I really actually don't think I know anyone, but there's probably someone out there. It's like, I'm yeah. a New York Times bestseller with my first book. And I'll be like, <laughs> lightning strikes once, or, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
but that's what I think it is. You just keep reading, you keep writing, and then eventually you're just like, okay, how do I get this published? And then that's where the hard part begins. Yeah, the real work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. My friend asked me that day, he's like, so how's your first book coming? I was like, um, I'm writing something else right now. I was like, I need to fi- figure out this thing before I can figure out how to go back and fix it. And he's like, yeah, now, now he's like, yeah, you thought the hard part, right? I was like, yeah, that was not the hard part. <laughs> Cause we got to like the first plateau and I looked up, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One, so, yeah. That's, that's one of awesome. the fun. Yeah, that's one of the annoying things about publishing is the goalposts always change. You're like, Oh, I did this. Okay. Yep. You look, you're like, okay, there's another thing. And next thing you know, it's, it's always changing. It's so funny to say uh, that because that's what Mike Michael R. Fletcher said too. Is like the the goalposts. So mm-hmm. when I had him on, he talked about that too. And I think I remember if it was like Stephen King, uh, uh, or who, but like he, I remember listening to a podcast where one of them talked about that too. And you know, I thought, well, if Stephen King says his goalposts always move, like I guess that you know that's just how it's supposed to be. And you know, so it's, yeah. yeah, it's it means you're evolving though, right? And it means it does. Your books are you know your writing, yeah. And sometimes it's as simple as I remember where uh, my first goal, and I think a lot of writers' first goal is I want an agent. Once they write a book, they're like, I want to get an agent. And then once you have the agent, you're like, okay, I want to sell to a publisher. And then you're like, you sell to a publisher. You're like, okay, I want to, you know, be able to write, finish my second book without too much hassle. Or like, (laughs) I just want to sell a second book depending on how the contracts go. And I hate, and I hate publishing and love publishing for the simple reasons (laughs) that because the goals are goal posts are all changing it's really hard sometimes to look back and be like oh yeah i did kind of do some impressive things <laughs> i i my my wonderful girl, girlfriend likes to remind me every so often where she's like nick what are you talking about you you want me to list off things you've done that's cool and i'm like yeah okay fair but it it's like like you said the goalposts are changing constantly and it's kind of a hard thing to look back on and be like oh i've done pretty far i've done yeah. some cool things yeah yeah and and i you know like you know one thing i think is cool is like how old are you i'm 28 right now yeah that's all, you know what i mean yeah. like so when you pu- published your first book how old were you um ago, right? so yeah i was i i my first book published when i was 26 but i sold it when i was yeah. 23 yeah and i i saw so that I, and i was like that's impressive like you're, you're yeah <laughs> you remind me of like christopher <laughs> fellini you know in terms of area yeah. that way like that's what my friend he's like you gotta check this kid out and i'm like all right and i was you know i was looking so i started following you on twitter a few years ago and then you know it's just it's cool for me this is why i do the podcast too is like it's cool for me to see people like yourself you know like i went to the poison pen in arizona uh, scottsdale um seven or eight years ago and we're talking like brandon sanderson had just published way of kings you know he still yeah. wasn't a household name yet patrick had just came out with in the name mm-hmm. of the whim so I met those two, Kevin Hearn, who was already a giant at that time and was like book seven or something out of like 10 for Iron Druid Chronicles. But, you know, I met, um, you know, Brian McCullen when he had just started, you know, and, yeah. uh, some oh, Michael J. Sullivan had he was on book three, you know, and look at all them now. You know, so, you know, like you, I just it's interesting. You know, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like most people don't do that at 23. So I just think, you know, you got a trilogy <laughs> under your belt now. Right. I mean, yeah, that's pretty yeah, successful. Right. So. I, I I like to say my claim to fame is I once met George R. Martin and he oh, looks me up cool. and down. He looks me up and down and he's like, ah, baby author. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, you're not wrong, but like, yeah. oh man. <laughs> Should have been like grand grandpa author. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like, I'll, I'll be the Frodo to your Gandalf, you know? Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh yeah. it's you know, it's been a thing. Like uh, I've spent my 20s writing books, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and they've been published, uh, which like you know, is awesome. But uh yeah, it, it I love it. I want to keep doing this, I want to keep writing books, and yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just excited to see where you go, you know, from here. Like, you know, you got a trilogy under your belt and you know, and, yeah. and I mean, I've seen it, like I said, I've seen a lot of people share your books, you know, particularly, I don't know, honestly, you know, Nick, if I've seen more people share your book one or book two, I, I, I'm not sure. Like it's been a lot. It's the though. covers. It's the, it's the covers. Like I, you know, I like to think the books are good, uh, but I, those covers, I don't, I love them. I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm like every day I'm like, wow, I got those cool covers. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they're great covers, but you know, don't, don't get me wrong. They're, they're fabulous covers. I see a lot of them. They're, they're fabulous. They, they do, I think exactly, you know, what your blurbs, you know, say that they should do, but you know, I have seen, I haven't just seen people share your book covers. I've seen people share reviews, you know, and you know, Hey, I love this line, you know, so it's, it's the writing too. You know, Thank I just you. want to say Thank like, you. it's, 
you know, I usually I see people to share book covers, like no offense to anybody, you know, I, I'll see them, you know, whatever, but I've seen a lot of people share, you know, maybe like a line or two, you know, they don't want to share too much because they want people to buy your book, but you know, they've been really captivated by your writing and your characters. So you're Thank obviously you. doing something right. Cause I see it a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I like to, it's uh, this, I guess this goes back to the whole journey part where uh, I, I told you, like I've, I've done the trilogy. I haven't touched it. It's coming out in November. Um, and I technically, like, as you know, like books sometimes have such a long uh, tail run. Oh yeah. When, yeah. when I finished that book, like the first draft of it, sent it off to my editors. That was last April. Yeah. Yeah. And then I eventually go through edits and stuff. And then various delays caused this book to get delayed until <laughs> November. So uh, the thing that gets me right now is that my current writing style is I had a year to do whatever I wanted and I just kept changing my writing style and, and my style is no longer what it was when I yeah. was writing these books. And it's, it's fascinating. Like you grow so rapidly as a writer, the more you write and yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully people like this new style too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd just be interesting for me. Like I study a lot of authors, you know, particularly now with careers and things. And like, I'm trying just to bust out my, my first three books, let alone like first trilogy, but you know, like they always say like book four is where people really hit their stride. So I'm anxious, you know, to, you know, to read yours and, you know, see really where you go with book four. Cause you know, that's when people are really like, yeah, they, you really hit the ground running at that point. So I think it'll be really, really exciting for you. So I'm looking forward to, yeah. to the career climb, if you will. I hope it's an <laughs> I, elevator. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I like to think it's the athlete in me where it's like, okay, <laughs> I, I look at this part of this book. What did I do right? What did I do wrong? It's like training. You're like, da, 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 yeah. da, da. let me try it again. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Totally. So uh, so your current genre you're writing in is fantasy, correct? Mm -hmm. Now, yep. why do you, why fantasy? I think it was just what, the first thing that I think it was just the first thing that captivated me as a kid. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I wish I had a better answer, but I, no. you know, I told you, I read uh, Frindle and then the next thing I started reading was, I read, like you said, Christopher Paolini, Aragon. That was a big book. There's a lot yeah. for, so many people read that book, even if they didn't, weren't fantasy fans. And then, yeah. You know, I read stuff like Orson Scott Card. Mm. Uh, that this was before I started re reading. I, I started reading a little bit before Brandon or Patrick or any of those guys like really became like household names. Even just like publishing, yeah. uh, I still remember buying actually the Wiseman Sphere in mm. hardcover when I was That's in cool. high school, and I was reading it in the class between classes because it's like oh, I want to keep reading this. Yeah. Um, but I just kept reading fantasy, and there was so much fantasy out uh what was another one uh del toro quest i always Ooh. forget the author's name oh man those covers uh, oh i love them those those books yeah, it is dream. amazing yeah i always forget i can't i always forget the author's name i'm so sorry every time yeah. i do it um you said <laughs> me those books so. mean so much to me yeah, yeah. uh so it, it was just what captivated me and i think you just keep writing it like i'm like all right let me put a dragon in let me put some weird sword <laughs> things and uh you know the more i read a fantasy I think it's kind of a natural, I wouldn't say counter, but you kind of, what you read influences what you want to For write. Sure. And then you kind of look at the genre and you're like, well, this is what the genre is doing. What would I do differently and kind of change it a bit? And that's what the Kingdom of Liars, Two-Faced Queen, Voyage, really kind of things are like, well, this is what I would do, or this is what I think fantasy should be or should counter into or what ha haven't been done before. Yeah. And that's, yeah, just, and it's also, you get to do really cool things to fantasy. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We get, I was like teasing my friend because he writes fiction and I keep teasing him. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got this and that going on. And he's like, you had to stop writing. It's like the war in Ukraine is really getting to me because he's got a kind of like a similar story with refugees uh, and different things. And, yeah. you know, he's like, I just need to take a break. And I'm like, write, write something different. <laughs> like write a fantasy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's like, he's like, I get it now. Cause I tell him, I'm like, I work with children, you know, I see, you know, crappy things all the time unfortunately you know with uh working with them and families and stuff yeah. and it's not always great you know and i'm like the last thing i want to do is you know write more about you know what i have to deal with every day like you know writing fantasy or sci-fi even horror or whatever a mix i feel like is a nice escape you know and you can still use your real life things but you know you get to you get to make sure that the heroes win at least you know most of the time or whatever your writing style mm -hmm. but you know and there's you know you get to go to far off cool places and meet cool people and yeah. you know, just it's more fun i mean look i got i got war duke for crying out loud you know? like, <laughs> yeah yeah no i was like, yeah i get no, it i totally understand that that's funny uh for that third one there so what is the legacy of the mercenary kings about 
um I, I never know how to answer this question because <laughs> it's I the hardest know. question you just wrote it's, three books on it but now you yeah, gotta come up with one thing yeah <laughs> i i like to say i the books were always about uh the main character mike michael keenan hmm. where i when i was right when i was reading a lot of fantasy growing up um i really wanted to see a different take on the the way I introduce is like what happens if Harry Potter's father was Merlin and grandfather was uh, Gandalf and so on like what happens to the kid of Harry Potter when they're like everyone above them are all these amazing mythical creatures and then you're kind of the failure like what happens to your psyche and stuff and what happens to the world if like around you if you're meant to be this hero and you're not um so Michael and and by extension is kind of that like what happens to this kid if he's meant to be amazing and he, and he turns out he's kind of a little villainous, he's kind of not the best person. Um, and then I threw it into a world where I, the, the, I always say this is the cockiest thing I, I, I say when writing where I wanted to try to come up something worse than death because mm. when I was reading novels, I got really annoyed where I'm like, Oh, the worst thing an author can do sometimes is kill off the character I love. Is there something I, they can do that's worse? And to me, what was worse was destroying these characters and reducing them down to nothing if you took away their memories. Ooh. So what would, how do these, how do it memories influence people? Uh, and that was kind of how Michael was born. And it's Michael's story and how legacies are born and how they affect the world around them and the people around them. And that's about as unspoiler if I can go without saying how book three ends or anything <laughs> <laughs> as you get after book three is out i'll tell you everything <laughs> about why it happened i think that's like i think that's great though that like that draws me in i know i um you know grabbed book one um I think it was like last summer or something like that and now i started writing a bunch so i just like i try but i'm like kind of yeah, kind of no, book I drunk you know yeah. like i'm just like I'm like I get home you know and it's like pandemic's been crazy so you know I'm like <laughs> with all the kids I'm like writing words for hours and then doing more words I'm like I'm usually never been a tv guy and now I'm starting to be a tv guy but I think it's because I'm getting stories in a different medium mm-hmm. you know my brain needs that but I'm taking the summer off because I'm like I, I want to make sure I'm writing but I also want to make sure I'm you know I'm reading enough so yeah that's but the I, big thing where <laughs> you lose you stop reading because I yeah. I didn't realize what what was happening like you said you're like book drunk but it's also because you read your own writing so much over and over yeah and then you realize if you say you spend a day re- uh, writing you're probably reading uh let's say 200 300 pages just like going if yeah, you're yeah. straight writing just looking back and doing yeah. stuff you're reading almost a novel a day of just your own writing so yeah yeah well it's hard too because no uh, totally i just i think it's difficult you know too when you're like I, I, you're like you're sitting down you know and I know Rob J Hayes talks about this I'm probably gonna talk about it when I have mine next month where he's like I get guilty he's like I was feeling guilty yeah. he's getting better at it but that's what I've been lately I'm like trying to read the Lee Child um you know uh, Jack Reacher books mm-hmm. and I keep getting into one and then I'm like I feel guilty so I go back and you know go write or it gives me an idea and I go write and I haven't finished very much this year <laughs> but I finished you know quite a few things I got quite a few short stories and stuff about to be done but it's like I haven't finished read my books and you know, at a certain point, I think it's like you said, you know, where if you read enough, you know, if you could, you know, read enough, I think eventually you're just like, I want to experience people yeah. reading my books the way I have, you know, like, you know, like you said, you know, like you've enjoyed, you know, some authors, you know, really like Ursula K. Le Guin for me, Wizard of Ursi. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like that was like freshman year of me for high school. And <laughs> I wish I could go back and do it again, you know. Oh, uh, no, I get it. There's some yeah. books you wish you could just like wipe your mind up. Yep. Like, let me, let me do this again. Yep. And that's, what's fun for me is like, I have a huge library in my classroom and I have extra books for kids. Like ones I really liked and copies a girl picked up that book the other day, the first one. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I said to go back in time and, you know, yeah. read it again to be you. She came in, she goes, yeah, I need book two. I finished it last night. I was like, <laughs> like I was just like, maybe like three hours, maybe she was, I had to do some homework. I'm like, Holy moly, but I get it. That's how I was. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I think you too. described, you know, I think you described your character really well, you know, to the point where that is intriguing. So I hope that the audience finds that as intriguing as I do, because I think that's a really I, good way to describe him. So I love to say, uh, even if you love or hate Michael, you will remember him. There's no <laughs> if, answer, but it's like, you, uh, that's my favorite thing is everyone who has an opinion on him 
it's never the same. <laughs> Everyone has an opinion. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so for the next question, I'm just, I'm just curious because, you know, like now I'm getting a lot more people who have just finished trilogies, you know, mm-hmm. or series. Uh, how did it feel writing book two and three versus book one? Like what were some of the differences that you noticed in your writing journey or just in terms of your ability? Did you find, you know, book three was easier? Some people find book three to be harder, particularly mm-hmm. finishing a trilogy. What was your experience with that just in general? Um well, I was one of the uh, lucky writers who books. Uh, my second book was my easiest book to write. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I, I, I got cursed out by one or two authors, jokingly, obviously. <laughs> but uh, they were like, I, I hate you, Nick. His second book literally was the easiest book I read. I wrote. Uh-huh. Um, third was the hardest for me for a variety of reasons. Um, but part of that was that was the book I re- mainly wrote during the pandemic. And I mm. think every no one was doing really the best not best writing but no one was doing their peak efficiency writing during the pandemic um so it's hard but also that book was just a pain in the butt like (laughs) for a variety of (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so uh that's how it was for me the first book was probably the second hardest book i wrote Hmm. um for a variety of reasons that book i i was not a good enough writer to write it when i tried to write it I kept just trying to write it over and over and over yeah. again eventually till I got it right. Um, but it, a lot of it was just painful learning of, yeah. oh, I can't do that. Okay, how do I do this? How do I do that? Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I learned a lot from writing all three of the books, just varying degrees of difficulty and what worked and what didn't work. But it was fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I still am lucky the second book was so easy. That was nice getting a second book in. And my my editors uh, joked that they're like, wow, you actually hit the deadline for book two. You know how rare that is? And I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is, and then sure enough, when my book three came in, I was like, I needed a little more time to finish it. And they were like, ha, you should have done this with book two. And I was like, what? And they're like, joking, we're fine. Yeah. You're, here's some more time. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> Well, that's pretty cool that the two faced queen free was kind of like your empire strikes back, you know, like, Oh yeah. I, yeah. I love that. Like I, you know, if you have the book that the quote that Kirk has put on is plastered everywhere. It's like the future of epic fantasy. And you're just like, what? <laughs> I, when I got that, I, I was losing it. I, I, I was still to this day. I think that's one of the nicest blurbs or quotes or reviews I've ever gotten of a book is, it's nice, but uh, yeah, it was my first strikes back, and I and I love that book. That that book will always hold a special place in my heart, just because yeah. of a lot of things behind it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's super yeah. cool. My my friend, she blew it up. I'll have to have her send you a picture. She like blew it up. She's like, I just love this cover. I just love this book. She's like, I just love it. I'm like, okay, I'm like that's fair. Yeah. I'm like, and I get I, it because I'm like, there are a couple like Rob J Hayes is like never die, and my friend yeah. Running's the Hellboard King. Both of those, I told Chris, I was like, I'm going to blow that sucker up for book, you know, book one and two. And then I'm going to meet him in Wisconsin where he lives because my family lives in Michigan. So I'm going to road trip there and then road trip over. And he's like, yeah, we'll hang out, talk about writing, you know, and do this and that. And um, yeah, so he's going to sign them for me. So I can't wait to just like have my my basement layer, you know, just full of book covers that I love. But yeah. 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 She's like, this is really cool. (laughs) That second book cover is actually incredibly fascinating to me because um, like I said, I wasn't able to do much during because of the pandemic. So both both those books came out when bookstores really went open. So the first time I got to actually like sit in front of a table and sign books for people, I was shocked on how different people were drawn to each of the covers differently. Um, and the Two-Faced Queen almost caught everyone. Even yeah, the yeah. people who were like, I don't read fantasy. They look at me like, oh, that's cool. And yeah. I'd be like, thank you. Uh, but it's fascinating how kind of like what catches people eye and what doesn't. So Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about that cover. I guess it wasn't just for me. It was just <laughs> like a few episodes <laughs> ago. But really, it was like like a long time ago now, like October. But um, I think it was, it was either Mallory Kuhn and I um or one of the other ones uh one of the other female authors i interviewed for february she wrote but we were talking about you know that cover and how it just it really does just draw you in it's not how do i you know it's not too fantasy but it's fantasy enough you know and it's like it's very middle of the road but it really is still so captivating that you know it draws you in and we were discussing that and it's like it's i think it's a good marketing strategy personally you know like 
Oh yeah, I um, I it's I could talk about that cover for a long time just because how much I learned based off of it. Because uh, one of the things we realized is that um, uh, uh, women readers really picked out a book up more than anyone else, uh, which is something like we thought that would happen with the moon. Like the moon is just very fantasy, but it would it kind of attracted everyone. But that uh, cover, particularly the queen, like just attracted it women particularly yeah. and it was so fascinating uh just because like i think it's a beautiful cover like i'm yeah. obviously incredibly biased but, no it's it's gorgeous uh, it really is it really is yeah. a gorgeous cover and everything about it was when usually you know when we get sent covers they'll suddenly be like all right here it is and that was the only cover where i think we were like i only have one question about it and it was something that my editor themselves like yeah we gotta change that we're i'm already on it but I pretty much that book cover was pretty much accepted. Like, all right, the dude nailed it out of the park, hundred percent. Like, don't yeah. don't don't touch it. Don't change a single thing about it. Uh, it's so captivating by the position, the crown, yeah, uh, the throne, everything about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah it's, very it's, lucky. It's really That's why I keep saying I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So for uh, I'm sorry. So I keep forgetting for Spotify. So for everybody who's on Spotify or RSS.com. So next uh, book two. In the legacy of the mercenary kings the one we're talking about is the two-faced queen so if you have not seen it yet you know obviously make sure you click on the description here um all of uh nick's socials and goodreads and everything um will be in the description so when you when it's safe from driving make sure you click on it and check out that cover for the two-faced queen and uh put them all on your goodreads uh yeah but yeah, i mean i just i think that's a great cover i think uh yeah. i just looked at a statistic for amazon recently and we've been looking at our analytics for who's listening and stuff, uh, men versus women or whatever. And it's just funny where 65% of women are going to be your, um, you know, your Kindle fantasy Kindle readers, you know? So it's like, I feel like that was another really good tactic, you know? And that's where um, I've noticed certain people, you know, when they do like maybe one guy and then two girls, you know, or, or something, you know, in terms of mixing it up a little bit, I've noticed that, you know, there's, I just think there's more women that read fantasy um, sure. than sci-fi. And I think that, you know, people don't really take it into account. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot of women who also, you know, do a lot of reading and fantasy and then, you know, our book reviewing. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just, it's, I think it was cool for them because it was cool for a couple of my friends. So I just want to compliment you that they like saw themselves on that cover, you know, yeah. and they, that's what they felt. And I just and thought that was really cool. So yeah, I, I, and this is, I, I don't know if it's like, spoilery uh the queen is my favorite character in the entire oh, series cool. so like when i when she got put onto the cover it wasn't really an issue of like sometimes i go back and forth I'm like all right what's the cover of the book to my editor will be like oh what about this or this uh but those for those covers both my editors were like no we're putting the queen on the cover like this isn't an option i'm like all right <laughs> like it's called two-faced queen it makes sense to me yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she she actually is my favorite uh, character in the entire series for oh, a variety cool. of reasons so i'm I'm always happy when people say they like her, or resonate with her. Because it's just oh, that's like, cool. I, I did my job. You're like yeah, your yeah. character. <laughs> yeah, clearly did it well. I've had I've had five different um, oh um, female authors tell me that um, you know she's their favorite character and Thanks. book two was their favorite and, you know, and I was yeah. like, well, book three's coming out, so I was like, buckle in. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's a, that's fun. That's gonna be a fun one. For people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, for that fifth one there. Uh, so, um, so you plan on just writing the three books then for, for this trilogy then? Do you plan on doing more in this world and with these characters? Or did you, uh, you know, do what Papa Martin said and just kill them all off? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer the last question. <laughs> that's fair. Um, that's fair. Uh, I guess I can, but it's kind of complicated. But no, that's all right, that's um, all right. it's, um, it was interesting. Uh, the book series was actually meant to be five. Okay. Um, for a variety of reasons, I cannot write my fourth and fifth book of that series next. Mm. Uh, it is not in my control. And this is one of those things that sucks as a, as a writer. Eh? Um, but I plan to return to them at some point okay. one day. And I've talked to my agents and editor how I would re return to it. It'd mm. be uh, because we are selling this as the end of a trilogy it still is the end of the trip the third book that I always envisioned uh we'd probably just wrap up the with the wrap up the series and world as a whole with another trilogy or a four okay. or five duology um but it is 
still a very fitting conclusion. I can't, I don't, it, it's weird. The people understand why I'm talking weird the moment you open book three. <laughs> and I, because I, I wanted to try something different with book three. So I, and started a very interesting way, I guess, but uh, that's kind of what the series became. It, outside of my control, but I'll get back to it someday. Yeah, yeah. I just can't write immediately, which yeah. kind of sucks, but. That's fair. I feel like, well, I have a feeling you're going to be like Martin Jr. Like real soon. Like, I would love that, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, <laughs> one of my friends said that. She, world, yeah. yeah, well, that's, it's funny because one of my friends said that. She's like, it, you know, she's like, yeah, it kind of feels like Game of Thrones, like kind of thing. And I was like, okay. I was like, that, that, I was like that's a great endorsement. You know, I was like, I haven't yeah. read Game of Thrones. I love the TV show. I'm waiting for them to get done. So I guess I should just start reading. But um, yeah, th- I thought that was yeah. a really good ringing endorsement. <laughs> Thank you. My thing is like, I, I like talking to people before reading their books because I like to get mm-hmm. in their mind a little bit more, especially with writing. And now I'm reading people's books, you know, who've had on the show and gotten to talk to them and stuff. And it just, it's like, it's like a director's cut, you know? Like then when I read, even though I'm yeah. by myself, it's not like you're over here, but it feels like it, you know? And it just it just adds so much to it and you know especially asking about writing ahead of time so yeah, yeah but- <laughs> i i always paraphrase this by two things with before you read michael one i have a very strong love hate relationship with my main character for a variety of reasons <laughs> second my greatest fear is someday someone will be like oh yeah because you know sometimes these authors are be associated with the main characters. oh yeah oh yeah i would i live in fear that people will associate <laughs> me with michael because i made him because i thought he was interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. and i wanted to see something different i am so anti what my main <laughs> character is that like it catch it caught like people who have uh talked to me off guard these like oh yeah michael and you're just like wait you're not anywhere and i'm like thanks like he's a please don't please don't say we're the same that would be very very mean <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. no i totally get it i got this thief and i got these two thieves and like i hope people associate me with the one but not the other <laughs> like <laughs> I think about it all the time. I'm like, and my friend, my friend, I was like kind of reading him a little expert for draft expert from draft one. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I said, so who do you think I'm more? He, but he's my best friend. So he goes, oh, you know, you're yeah. definitely so-and-so. I was like, good. Cause I said, if you thought I was this one, I was like, I just scrapped the book or something. <laughs> like, so I was like, I couldn't have people. And I do think I do. Get that. <laughs> I have people that I think are going to look at me weird and you know, yeah. But sometimes people don't get, it's just writing, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. you got people threatening people online for killing off characters or whatever, <laughs> putting this person with that person in a romance or whatever. So yeah. you, know, you never know, right. If somebody associates yeah. you with, you know, with your main oh, yeah. character. Oh, I live funny. in fear of that. Like I said, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so this one I'm really interested in. So what are some writing tools or advice that has helped you write your trilogy? Um, there's always the obvious ones where it's like, read a lot, write a lot. And they're like the most boring ones, but they are the ones that help the most. Um, they're, they're, they're classic tropes, right? Because for a reason, like, yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat the classics, but, um, I don't know. I think, uh, I think one of the most useful things for me is that writer's block. When I started to think about rather not being a block, but like, there's something wrong in my text that is mm-hmm. preventing me from advancing forward in the story. So whenever I feel like I don't know what I'm going to write next, because I'm not someone who, you know, writes like a 50 page outline for a book. Um, I'm much more of like, okay, I have a loose guideline of what I do. I call it road tripping. Where oh, I like, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like you start, say you start in New York and you're going to end in California, you know, you're going to go to Detroit and Santa Fe and let's say like uh, Miami, like, you know, you're going to hit those stops, but you don't quite know the routes you're going to take. That's how it writing is to me. Um, and that's how I plan my outlines. My outlines are just like long flow charts, like where it's like, it looks kind of like a map. Um, and for me, I always like, if something's not working, I can't advance forward. I got to go back because I know my endings. I don't write a book unless I know the ending of that book. Okay. And with the legacy of the mercenary King, I planned it in reverse. So the entire, I, the first scene I ever thought of that series was the last one. Mm. So I had to find my way back, which was kind of annoying in <laughs> hindsight, but it, it worked out. Um, but for writing, it really is kind of like something's not working in the previous scenes. How do I fix it? 
Um, so I spent a lot of time reading over my initial parts just to figure out, okay, how do I get here? How do I fix this? And sometimes it's simple. It's like, you know what? I didn't do this scene right or something, or I gotta go fix it and I'm done. Or sometimes it's like, you know what? This character just doesn't work. I gotta get rid of them. Um, and that's probably my best tool for writer's block. The other thing, uh, which I hate, this is my like least favorite thing is I, intentionally put my characters in situations I don't know how they're going to get out of <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time yeah yeah it sucks I'm yeah like, that's so funny and then, and then I'm like I especially since my magic system is uh more of like okay you're gonna have someone lightning fight someone who can control gravity how do you win the fight it puts me into the situations where I'm like I don't know but I'm gonna figure it out so yeah. I I, I fight scenes are like my least favorite and favorite to write because I'll write the same fight scene like 10 times <laughs> and I'll be like all right this makes the one most sense I'll go back and add some foreshadowing and stuff to make it more clear uh so I don't know if that's advice maybe don't do what I do but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's interesting though because you you do have to put yourself you have to put your characters in those situations I think like, for instance, like it's not a spoiler because it's going to be my book cover for book one. But like, so I got these two thieves and they have to go after and they know, you know, right at the start of the book where the item that they mm -hmm. want is located. And it's literally um, in like Gandalf's tower, like a Gandalf Merlin's guy, like tower in the middle of the palace, in yeah. the middle of this wealthy district, in the middle of this crazy city. And it's all about, and other people then at the same time, like find out about it. So they're literally like dodging people and then they have to get in. And then I was like, well, how would you get into this fortress? I'm like, you know, and I was like, well, there's a feast going on. So yeah. you always have more, you know? So like, I was looking stuff up and I was like, God, I hope like the CIA isn't like, you know, or NSA <laughs> isn't, you know, watching me. You know? Yeah. So it gets kind of hairy when you're looking up, like how to break into a secure facility. You I know, know? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Not I think favorite. it's cool though, that you're doing that. Cause you know, cause then now I you got you me thinking, to. how would you win that fight? Like now <laughs> it's like really cool. I like, uh, and stuff like that you kind of have to because I think one of the things I found in my own writing and my reading as a result is that uh, readers like to feel when the characters are clever so rather yeah. than being like hey, you know what two forces that are fighting with like pure tragic strategics which is more of like a brutality of like overwhelming forces they kind of like it when like oh how does someone with lightning beat someone who can control gravity yeah. if it's clever and that's how they win um it's the same thing of breaking into towers like how would you break into this tower yeah. like how do you do it with it makes sounding realistic uh and like plausible and also within the realms of the world yeah uh so it's fun it's writing is it's kind of an extra it's kind of like a puzzle where you're yeah. kind of just like arranging things you're like da, 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 take it in but the one thing about writing is you can take out puzzle pieces that aren't working and throw them yeah. away you're like no 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 one saw that no yeah one saw yeah that. it's so funny that you mentioned that like Cause like, that's where I'm at with my draft one for so draft two. I was trying to do something. And then I was like, what is going on here? And I was like, all of a sudden these two characters were like, yeah, we don't belong in this book. And I'm like, yes, you do. I wrote you in this book. I'm like, stay here. And they're like, no, we got to go. We'll be in another book mm -hmm. for you. You know? And I'm like, but you're so cool. They're like, yeah, but this is in our book. And then I'm like, well, whose book is it? Then all of a sudden, like these five jerk characters looked at me yeah. like, yeah, we're in this book. And they're like, well, we'll do it. And I'm like, well, now I have to figure out where all of you fit, all these new things. And then this one guy decided to like change being a constable and like rich to being like hard on his luck thief taker. And I had to figure out that whole thing. And my friend, I was like, okay, so what sounds better? I said, this that fit in a nice box or whatever, or this crap over here that's going to take me longer to fix. He goes, oh, that sounds way better. I'm like, of mm -hmm. course it does. And he's like my other friend, uh, Mark Timoney, goes, welcome to being a writer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, author. yeah. That's, that's the one thing I hate, also hate about writing. I like, I say I hate writing a lot, but I think I just do it too much. So I have issues <laughs> with it. But um, the thing is, like, it's always that idea of, like, when you're in, farther into a draft and you get an idea where you're like, oh, that would make things more interesting. And then you have that <laughs> split second realization be like, Oh, if I did this, I would have to tear out like forty thousand words. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. You're like, yep. is this worth it? The answer is always yes, yep. unless it yep. like destroys the book completely. Yeah, yeah. Will write that book, but you're always just like, I don't want to do this. Do I have nope. to? And the answer is always yes, and yep. it sucks because then you're like, oh, goodbye work I spent two months on. Like, yeah, no, let's try totally. this again. Yeah, for well, Rob J Hayes, like, um, 
I don't remember if it was the last book, like book one was along the razor's edge, if it was that the, the last one he's writing or whatever, or, but it was one of them recently. He goes, yeah, I had to throw out like 42,000 words. I'm like, it crushed me because my first draft is like 77,000 words. I'm like, you just threw away like more than half my book, you know? And he's like, yeah, no big deal. And I'm just going to do this. And I'm like, holy moly. Like, you know, it's funny when, you know, you say that it's like, it really yeah. does happen though, you know? And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's always interesting. I feel like when you do find that, you know, most times that is the best thing, you know, and so, clearly there's something trying to tell you that. Yeah. So I keep pretty uh, intensive track of how many words I throw away per book. <laughs> uh, do you want to even guess how much I've thrown oh, away? Oh man, per... this is, this is what I get. Cause I made my, I teach social <laughs> studies. So I, I always make kids guess the statistics. Um, hmm, I'm going to say, is it book three or total? Yeah. Book, book three. Or, let's book do book three. three. Yeah. Let's do okay. book three. What's the total word count for book three? Uh, book three's total word count was 184, I think. Ooh, I'm really feeling like, um, oh man, I really, I know I'm not going to go with my first guess, but I, I feel like it's going to be right. Um, I'm going to say 78,000 words. 250,000. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was originally going to say 95,000. Yeah, <laughs> that book was that, like, that's why the book was the monster. I, I wow. destroyed half. I, I started it over three times, uh, three or four times. Wow. You pulled the way like, of Kings. You pulled the Brandon Sanderson way of Kings. Yeah, I know. Now I got it. a novel. Yeah. yeah I just got yeah. a novel sitting there. I'm like, this is all oh, terrible uh... words. I can never use any of it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You know, that's, that's funny that you said that because my friend a while back, he's, so I had Kelly McCullough on. He's the, mm-hmm. does the Fallen Blade series. Absolutely love his main character. And um, he's like a shadow ninja assassin, uh, Liu Kang, if you will. And he's got a shadow dragon and they use their powers together. Amazing magic system. All right. So he told me that his original story that he wanted to write for it for book one wasn't working. So he decided to let it sit. That ended up later on after he did his web mage series for a bit. They were like, oh, we want something else. So we went to that and that's where you get the fallen blade. And it's, it's changed my life as a writer and mm-hmm. a reader. And I think he goes and I interviewed him. He said, yeah, I almost deleted it. I almost deleted it. My friend did the same thing, deleted a book one. I was like, no, there was so much cool stuff in there. I'm like, what happens when that you go back to book four and you need something to write after your trilogy? He goes, I'm like, he goes, why are you so upset? I'm like, that could have been the next Drist Jordan or the next Michael or, you know, the next hound, you know, or somebody I'm like, yeah. and as so many people have told me that. So I, I, I like, yeah, I like, I have a cutaway folder, but I'll just leave everything yeah. in there and, you know, or a, a bad ID folder or whatever and go back to it years later. But <laughs> yeah, it crushed me. I was like, Oh no. <laughs> you gotta keep those things just in case you're like yeah when you're gonna be used yeah it's you know it's like my friend said is you know she made a good point she's like it's like kindling you know you never know Mm -hmm. or you know extra firewood you never know when you're gonna use but yeah uh so who are some authors you obviously mentioned a few books but who would uh, you know you've mentioned books that you enjoy you know you know reading what are some books specifically that like you read and then you were like felt the urge to have to go right right after that Oh, um, so I, I mentioned that Andrew Clemens, obviously, was the book that turned me into reader. Uh, Orson Scott Card, Ender's Game. I think it's hard to find someone who didn't, wasn't influenced oh, by yeah. that book. That one book point. one was so good. I hear book yeah. two is better. I'm going to read it this summer, but book one still, I, I'm, I'm, every time I get kids into it, I'm just like, yeah, I have a kid reading yeah. it right now and he doesn't want to stop. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's uh, a phenomenal book in every regard. Um, I read a lot of uh, Brandon's novel I mm. you know I did the first book I ever read was in by the way of kings so I just mm. jumped straight into the fire with that <laughs> series and author <laughs> I love his books and obviously I went back and read all of them but uh, those books influenced me a lot the name of the wind I think also is probably a book where a lot of people are like yep yeah. um, a book that actually the I like to say this a lot the book that actually like changed me as a writer was Robin Hobb and her fits her fits Ooh. books just got done those with book one. Books. Yeah. Those yeah. books. Oh my God. I, I, <laughs> she's the only author that, uh, so her Fitz uh, stories are nine books long. I own all the books. They're sitting on my bookshelf. I refuse to read seven, eight, and nine. Oh, I get that. For, yeah. For a variety. They're not, it's like they're bad. It's, it's actually the opposite. I don't want to be hurt by yeah. her <laughs> as yeah. an author. And not, so I'm book just scared of reading yeah. it. My friend just yeah. told me I got no book nine. He goes, I've never, I go, are you going to, you and me is at the movies like now. 
I'm like, are you okay? He's like, I, I can't talk about it. It took him like three days to be able to text me back. Like, yeah, I was like, dang, <laughs> that's why I'm waiting read book one. <laughs> yeah. That's her books are incredible. I, uh, she was the first author that made me cry while reading. I can tell you exactly a book and what did it. And uh, those books are incredible for so many different reasons. Um, but I, I, I joked around with an editor one day being like, oh yeah, I have seven, eight and nine. And she's like, you're not reading them, are you? I'm like, nope, I'll read them one day when I want to cry. Like that's, yeah, I know yeah. how much they're going to hurt me. Yeah. That's uh, like, like John Flanagan's like Ranger Apprentice series. Like I got the first like one I saw it with the, the main character, Will, you get all the way to the last book. And my friend goes, you're not going to read it. I go, no, because I read, I said, I read a blurb on accident, like a review. So I know that this terrible thing happens. And first of all, I don't want the series to be over. He goes, well, there's another series with his daughter. I said, I know, but terrible things happen before that. And I'm like, I, yeah. I was like, I, it really got me through a hard time. And I really like those ones. I'm like, I just can't find myself finishing. I was like, I might, might never finish the 12th book or whatever. Like, so I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. That's how my dad was with um, Isaac Asimov. He read mm. all his stories growing up. And then when the last book came out, he's never read it to this day. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like it's almost like uh how uh, certain authors mean so much to people who read their stories that it's almost like if you read the last book then there's no more so you'd rather have the last book unread yeah than not uh which is kind of a really beautiful and kind of thing at least i think it is no yeah yeah, totally this means so much to me i don't want it to end so i'm just not gonna read it yeah which is sad and beautiful at the same time i don't know if i'd ever be able to finish like i i left a bunch of them in between uh, the Jits, like Jits Jordan, like R.A. Salvatore, mm-hmm. R.A. Salvatore made me want to write and like so badly. And, you know, I I'm, have a few now that I have to get caught up on, but that's, that's a series, you know, where when he says I'm done with Dritz, I will have that book on my shelf, but I yeah. probably will never read it. Yeah. That's how I am with Castle though. I love the Castle TV show. I have 38 minutes in the last episode and I, I I'm not finishing it. it. <laughs> yeah, I, my friend's like, maybe one of these days. I was like, when I, yeah, need to I like, cry, it. I'll do it. But yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't want to end. Yeah, it's totally. Yeah. Robin Hobbs yeah there's, there's so many authors I could name, but uh, Robin Hobbs is a good note to end off just because how much I love her books and love everything she's written. Her prose. I don't know how to explain it. Like her, 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 her point of view too. Like it's so existential i guess is a good mm-hmm. the only way i can think of describe it is like she understands the human condition so well it's like like it's astounding like i didn't even yeah. really think that i didn't really like the ending of assassin's apprentice as much but i love the book because i was just like this it like really made me think i had to go back and read the last three chapters like the second time and i was like then it like i liked it liked it more but I think I just didn't like it that it ended, you know, like <laughs> I just was like, you know, it was, it was one of those things. So yeah, I'm pretty excited for book two. Yeah. Robin Hobb as I could talk about Robin Hobb all day. I, I uh, love her as a writer, but her third book in that tr- original trilogy mm. was actually taught me so much as a writer. Okay. Because I hated the ending. I hate it mm. to this day. I think it is the worst ending possible to a book but it's the only ending that can happen and the reason i hated it was i was so emotionally attached to the character oh yeah yeah. um and i didn't like it how it ended but it uh, she's incredible like you said she understands uh, people i feel like on a level i would only hope to one day aspire to yeah she's absolutely incredible yeah no totally totally get it i know we both are you know have only a few more yeah. minutes left uh but for that last question do you have any news updates promos Obviously, you know, you got book three coming out soon. So do you want to let us know when uh, that release date is for book three? Yeah. So um, my third book, uh, Voyage of the Forgotten, comes up November 1st in the U.S. Very exciting. Very exciting stuff. Uh, yeah. I'll hopefully remember what I wrote by the time it comes out. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, I'm working on this other book uh, that's almost done. I was actually hoping to finish it in April. Uh, it's currently sitting at like uh 135 140 000. um so hopefully i'll finish by the end of this month i i can't really talk about it much other than i keep calling it my fear book oh cool uh because it does stuff with fear that's oh that's kind cool. of the basis of the book is it's based around fear um i really enjoyed it really liking it uh, i changed my style completely for this book that's cool and i currently think it's the best thing i've ever written which oh, wow. is rare for me to get to the end of a book and not hate it 
Uh, so for me to still like What's it. What's that like? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's, it's it was a it was a very strange happening. I thought that's the end of every other book. I'm like, I hate it. I don't want to look at Michael or think about Michael for another week yeah, or like yeah. a few weeks in this book. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this. this is good. Uh, why do I feel like this? <laughs> that's really cool. I like surprises, so that 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 now I can just like look at Twitter constantly for, for that surprise. <laughs> so that's why my wife, she's like, you are horrible. I go, why? She's like, you just love surprises. I'm like. It's the greatest thing. I'm like, I love going on Twitter and then somebody like you being like, Hey, here's my new book. I'm like, and you know, I just like, it changes my entire day and outlook on life. You know, I'm like today, Nick could, you know, release his book cover or release his blurb, you know, like (laughs) title of the book. Like, I think if people, you know, look at life that way, it's like every day is an adventure, you know, but yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to seeing that. And I'm looking forward. I've had, you know, like I said, I've had book one since last year and um, on my Kindle, so I'm really anxious to to get it going. And um, yeah, as soon as I apologize in advance for Michael. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Well, my friends like said that like for for you know for years now, uh, a couple years. I think he read it when you know you first released book one, and he was like, "Oh my god!" He's like, because he he knows I just love interesting characters, and you know, and he's like, yeah. he's like, "This is an interesting character," and he's like, "You should read this character, this book, just for this character." So yeah. I'm uh, I'm looking forward. It's going to be one of my character studies. Um, I like to do them every once in a while, you know, just to try and better myself. So um, we already have that slotted for me for, <laughs> for my character <laughs> stuff, uh, when yeah. I can get to it. So yeah, so it'd be cool. Well, I really want to thank you, Nick, for coming on. It's been a pleasure. I've, you know, like I said, I've really enjoyed seeing your book shared constantly. So um, yeah, I really hope that, you know, book three, is, you know, propels even more, you know, than book two for you. The cover looks great. Burp sounds amazing. Yeah, uh, look forward to, you know, to getting through that trilogy and then, some point having you on the future, you know, when you got your you know, yeah, next awesome. next book, if you're not too afraid, get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. Anytime, anytime. I uh, hope you guys have, you know, a great rest of the day and uh, I will talk to you on Twitter and I'll email you, you know, everything we need to get going. If you have any questions before that, just let me know, my friend. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Perfect. Well, you have a good rest of the day and I'll talk to you later, Nick. <laughs> thanks. You too. Bye.